and good morning or good evening wherever you are as you come on today's topic is food feeds human fasting feeds being and first i want to thank the wisdom app for the opportunity to share wisdom nuggets and be able to connect to people all over the world so thank you so much and as a reverend of over 30 years we are human beings the human part of us is the flesh it belongs to earth it belongs to time and space it's really not ours but the being part this larger unseen part of you this part requires sustenance yeah can you believe it and what we feed our human does have an effect on how our being is able to fill its energy reserves so to speak so you know what it feels like to be so exhausted that you just can't think clearly so there is a process and it's been documented for thousands of years and that is fasting and when I speak with clients about fasting sometimes the first time I say the word especially you know if we're in a 3d environment and we can actually reach out and hug each other. <laughs> um, I'm noticing their body signals. So when I mention fasting, I can feel their body mm, withdraw, uh, revert, contract, <laughs> step away from. No, that's not for me. So there is a fear, there is a true fear. And I'd love to tell you about my story and the shift that I was able to make to make intermittent fasting a lifestyle because my human needs some sustenance and it needs the right sustenance. I can't just buy off the shelf something that has ingredients that has 2% of this maybe, you know, natural flavorings and yada yada. So the problem I have with that is in the United States, it is a well-known fact that our food manufacturers have agriculture spray all oats and lots of grains with glyphosate and this is a drying process and the fda allows them to use a certain amount and call it a flavor enhancer so if I'm eating this and I, and I, and you know, and my body's having reactions and I have a client come back from Europe saying, oh my gosh, I was able to eat bread and I was able to eat this stuff, no problem. But then I come home and all of a sudden, all of the symptoms start appearing again. So food feeds human. And when we're in a position where we have to eat food that is manufactured and we're not aware of what we're putting into our body, there's going to be consequences, right? Unknown, um, uh, what's the word? You know, you're innocent, you didn't know, is not an excuse for the consequences of ingesting an ingredient such as glyphosate. So when we feed our human, we have to look at 
what our human is comprised of. It's not comprised of monosodium glutamate. <laughs> it's not comprised of some of these food ingredients that we put into our body. If we look at what our body is made up of, it's made up of all of the same materials the earth is, the trees are, the plants are, other animals are. So if we look at that and we replace what is used that needs to be there, so number one is going to be water with same thing plants need, potassium, magnesium, right? So we need fertilizer. <laughs> That's the basics, right? Sodiums, potassiums, basically what they give you in an IV or what's called snake juice. And so I make my own snake juice because everything you buy on the market has some kind of ingredient added to it that will break my fast. So I make my own. And here's the thing. Going through this process of allowing your body, your human being, to intermittently go through feeding the human and then feeding the being. So we have a 24-hour cycle and it can become very spiritual if that's where you are or it can become a, a, a habit you create to create inner, inner space and inner peace. And as you're going through your 24-hour cycle, eight hours of that cycle is a window to feed your human. So I feed, I actually have a four or five hour cycle, but I started with an eight hour cycle and, and I'll share with you some of the, some of the stuff I learned over the years of doing this. But I have the mindset of, okay, it's time to feed my human. And I feed my human during the times of, let's say, 2 to 7 p.m. That's when I, and, I, and I'm flexible with that. And you must be flexible because life changes, so you need to be able to change. And this is a lifestyle. And then 16 of those hours, I'm quote-unquote feeding my being. That means my body is processing the calories and nutrients that I ate, and I'm allowing it to go through autophage. There's different ways of pronouncing that, but this is when the body does its own natural cleaning house cycle, if you will. And over the years, you know, if you look in the Bible, they talk about one day a week of fasting. So for me, that looks like a 36-hour fast. So if you want to connect more spiritually to feed your being for a 36-hour, and obviously, here's the caveat. I'm not a doctor. If you have medical issues, you can't do this. you got to talk to a doctor because you have to take food with your medication. There's all kinds of rules. You can mess things up. So... Um, you know, listen to yourself, do what works for you. This is what's most important. But what I'm sharing, what works for me and how I got here took time and healing because I was diagnosed with cancer, a very fast spreading form of deadly cancer in 2001. And I said no to chemotherapy and radiation. 
and all the other stuff they wanted to do to me. <laughs> I said no to that. And the doctor was, I could feel his fury rise to the crown of his head. And he said, pretty much, what are you nuts? You'll be dead in two years. So here's what I was faced with. There was a voice inside. It was my being saying to me, my human, I was the first time really hearing my being. I mean, I've studied the Bible since, you know, before puberty. And I understood Christ and Christ consciousness, but I had never experienced it until that moment when I was face to face with death in 24 months. <laughs> and I heard this tiny little voice as the doctor's going on and on and on about injecting me with radi radioactive dye to remove how many lymph nodes to determine if I'm going to get chemotherapy with my radiation. And that tiny little voice that said, that's not for you. And here's the thing. I had no idea what was, but I did have some knowledge and I opened myself up to prayer and possibility. And I began to recognize that science is now finding that during the fasting process, there's all kinds of healing that's going on, including healing of the nervous system. And then what comes up? Here's, here's what you're going to find, especially if you're on SAD, capital S, capital A, capital D, SAD. That stands for the Standard American Diet. So if you're on SAD, they have you getting up at 6.37 in the morning, having breakfast, and then having dinner at 6 p.m., 7 p.m., maybe even later. So your eating and feeding of the human window is open 12 plus hours, right? And then your feeding of the being is only 12 hours. And we never get to the state of autophage, of internal cleansing on a cellular level and releasing of those chemicals, toxins, you know, just cleaning house. I mean, you got to clean your house, then you have to clean your house, the house that your being is housed in, right? And what a precious gift. And this mindset completely changed my mindset. Because the world tells me, and you know, back in the 80s, I was in the modeling industry. And they would tell me that I had to lose weight. I had to look a certain way. I didn't look this way. Therefore, I wasn't good enough. So I had a lot of mindset to overcome. When I started applying this feeding the human, fasting, the being. And today you can look up the benefits of intermittent fasting, and there's all kinds of scientific information out there. I highly suggest you do your own research, but this is coming from a spiritual perspective. So if I look at my day in thirds, by eight hours, my average day, my feeding of my human window is eight hours, and my feeding of my being window is 16 of those hours. Start there. And what you'll begin to notice is all of the programming, beliefs, ideas, and mindsets 
that you've ever had will start to come to the surface. And this is why it's a wonderful lifestyle. Because when you face those mindsets, and what we do is we use neurokinesis to integrate them. So we want to integrate the learnings of those while releasing what no longer serves. And that is your beliefs, ideas, programmings, ideas, criticisms, judgments, you know, all of those things. We want to release those things that no longer serve us. And so this is the process that I do with clients. When you come to this space, you begin to recognize when the human mind begins to interact and play and hook you into believing, oh, you have to eat this now, even though, wait a second, it's my being's feeding window right now. So this is an opportunity to allow whatever it is that comes up and the process we do, I can tell you it right now. The process we do is we check in. Okay, I've been fasting for 16 hours. My goal is to go for 24. And this is only if you've been fasting a while and you've been approved by your doctor, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So you've been doing this for a while. Start with tw um, 8, 16. Start there. So let's say you've been going 14 hours. And your mind is going oh my God, I can't do this. I'm so hungry. I can't do this black coffee. I can't do just water, blah, blah, blah. Here comes the mind, right? It's used to eating at a certain time and you're not feeding it on purpose. And so it's acting like hmm, whatever age your emotions were cut off. Many of us, it was age seven, eight or nine. <laughs> you, your mind begins acting like a seven, eight or nine year old. You know, that narcissistic behavior we see in each other. And it starts to convince you to do it. And then you give in and, and you only have an hour and 45 minutes left, right? Of your feeding your being window. Do you have any idea of the power you have just with that? So what we do is we look at whatever it is that's coming up. Now, whatever it is is coming up is subjective to you. However, we need to make it objective because now we have to look at it. So how we make the subjective objective is by using the pain scale. And we use the pain scale from zero to 10. Zero, no pain at all. 10, oh my God, this thing is causing tremendous pain in my life. So take a moment as soon as you become aware of whatever that is, whatever that is, whether you're fasting, or whether you're, you're, you know, not wanting to become angry or you're recognizing when you're becoming angry. The first step is to become aware because many of us skip that step and go right into the reactive state. And this is when we're in our nervous system, who knows routines and what we've done in the past in this type of situation. So in order to make the unconscious conscious, this is the process we go through. First, we become aware, oh my gosh, my body is becoming tight. I'm having thoughts of judgment, of criticism. I don't like this. I want this to change. Something's got to happen. Oh, wow. I'm building into a reactive state. Oh, wow. It feels like an eight on the pain scale. It's feeling tight in my body. I feel like I want to tell that person, F you, go to hell, you know, whatever. You want to projectile vomit on that person, right? 
it's an eight. It's at an eight, maybe even boiling to a 10 right now. This is key. Stop right here. Take a moment to check in. This first step is the first step in making the unconscious conscious. First, become aware. Oh, wow. There goes my body. I'm rolling and spiraling into a reactive state. So there's nothing wrong with this state. And it's a state. We're in states all the time. So this is a moving, rolling, reactive state. It's a human reaction. What we're doing is becoming aware of this reaction and making it conscious. Once you make it subjective, I'm angry at that person. And you know it has nothing to do with that person because you can put a different face in a different situation and you can become angry again, right? So you know it's not that person. So the first step is to become objective. Wow. I just subjugated that person on my issues and beliefs, ideas, criticisms, and judgments. And it's creating all kinds of stuff in my body. This first step, awareness, is powerful. I can't tell you how powerful it is until you experience it. And you come back and tell me, oh my God, Denny, this completely changed my life. You might think it's simple. It is. So, you're aware now that you're reacting, right? So if you're in a fasting state, how do you release now what is building in a reactive state? We use neurokinesis and we become aware I'm at an eight on the pain scale. Now what do I do? I got to release this energy, this buildup, this spiraling that is happening in my nervous system, I gotta release it. This is where this comes in. So now we're focused in on this number eight, really pissed off. And we apply some neurokinesis. I'll give you a simple tool right now. Rub your hands together like you're warming them up. Just begin rubbing them together. Rub, 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 fast, fast, faster, faster, rub, fast. You're building up heat. You're building up static electricity in your electrical system. And you're focused in on that eight. You're really focused in on that eight. And you're focused in on all of the emotions, all of the anger, all of the tightness, all of the judgments, all of the criticism, all of the beliefs, all of the ideas, all of the programming. It's all coming. It's all coming to the surface. Now, thank it and ask it for all of the learnings, wisdom, knowings, and understandings to be uploaded, and then take your hands and clap them together as loudly as possible and let it go and release it. Nice, I heard a nice big loud clap too. <laughs> now here's the thing, check in. All right, so you were at an eight. Where are you now? Where are you now? This is the process. You might be down to a five or six, or you might drop down to a three. And then some people even say, you know, it keeps moving. I can't really pinpoint it yet. So this is when processing is happening. You know the nervous system is processing out, cleansing out, detoxing out the chemical reactions that are creating this spiraling reactive effect in the nervous system. This is how you go from recognizing you're now spiraling 
and reacting to now responding. So now your number's down, you're down to maybe a three or a two. When I work with clients, our goal is to get it down to a zero. However, if you're down to a two or three, now you're thinking a little bit more clearly. Now you're seeing things that you didn't see before. Now you're hearing things that you didn't hear before. Now you're feeling things that you didn't feel before. This is the power that we have. And then once we make this shift and we're able to feed our human the nutrients it needs, and it's not blown up from all of the chemicals that we have in our body, and it's not trying to protect itself by increasing the water um, so that all these chemicals don't start breaking down one organ at a time. You know, if you look and see what diabetes does, not only to our organ, but to our brain and our nervous system. Diabetes really is a disease of the nervous system, which means it's a disease of the brain. And so these symptoms that we have of uh, Alzheimer's and dementia and that kind of stuff is pretty much a latter long-term result of chronic inflammation due to symptoms of diabetes. And this is known. You can look this up on pretty much any medical research site. And this inflammation is shown by our puffiness, our weight gain. And if you look at our our population here in the United States, it's horrifically sad and so preventable. However, the greedy corporate companies are going to get every single fat dollar out of you because it's cheaper to buy the toxic stuff than it is to buy an apple, an organic apple. It's so much more available and widespread and cheap for the toxic stuff. And you got to really look hard to find that organic apple. So we're extremely out of balance and so, so important to really understand how and why to feed your being and how fasting feeds your being. And all of the stuff that hasn't been processed, that hasn't been gone through an autophage cycle, is going to come to the surface. It's going to, guaranteed. And this is the tools we use to be able to process this through the nervous system. And so some people might say, oh, you know, that's pretty spiritual. And, you know, it's a spiritual experience. That might be true, but it's also a nervous system experience. Just like you go to get a massage to work out the kinks in your muscles, to flush out the toxins in the muscle, muscles so that you can begin to release and feel better and process that and get stronger, right? So as you build muscle, you get sore, you get massaged, you work it out, you build it, you get stronger. So this is the cycle, right? This cycle, this, this nervous system cycle is no different. This is why we, we have a training program. 
we train your nervous system how to do this. This is the work we do. And you can start right here, right now, by focusing on your human being. What does your human need? Give it a feeding window. Give it exactly what it needs. And really, the human doesn't need very much at all. It really does not need very much at all. And as you make this shift, it becomes very crystal clear that marketing knows how to manipulate us. That becomes clear. That is one of uh, the wonderful blessings that many of myself included and my clients have learned and seen clearly through what is happening with what we're being told we need. And really, the human does not need. When you give the human body what it needs, it really is invincible. And the pharmaceutical companies are hiding or patenting natural things that our body needs in order to give it what it needs, right? So they take these things out of our food and they know they do these things. However, we know that the closer we eat to nature, the more it's going to supply our body what it needs. And if we give our body, our human, what it needs during its window, and then give the being what it needs, which is just water or some intermittent fasting there's all kinds of programs out there. I suggest you begin your research if this piqued your interest as a way to really connecting to your spiritual side or allowing your nervous system to process everything your human has ingested, whether it be through the eyes, through the ears, through the mouth, through the skin, and allow that to process so that your electrical system is at a full tank. You have a full battery. And I can always feel when somebody comes into my electrical energy, and it doesn't matter where you are on the planet, I can feel where their batteries are at. I can feel it right away. They don't have to say any words. Once permission is given to connect on an energetic level, I feel it right away. And there are some right now, oh my, there are some right now giving permission to connect and say, yes, this is what my being is screaming for. Yes, yes. So my routine is, I usually wake up around five in the morning <laughs> um, and I start with my, um, my snake juice, which is you know, you can look that up. I can give you a recipe for it. Or you can look up what they put in an IV so that my body gets the electrolytes without all the chemicals. And I do love black coffee, but I, I do have to tell you, I was one of those people who said I would never drink black coffee. And here's how I got drinking black coffee. I'm a huge fan of Star Trek and a huge fan of Captain Jane Way, captain of the Starship Voyager, and she drinks black coffee, and her motto is, do it. So I get my Captain Jane Way on because when I'm fasting, that's when I get a lot of stuff done, right? 
So now I'm getting my Janeway on. I'm drinking just sips, you know, not a lot. I get this tiny little six ounce mug, you know, little mug, and it's silver futuristic. You know, it's my little Captain Janeway mug. And I just put sips in and I drink it and water throughout my morning. And this is my most productive time. Then I have my greens and my supplements and a very light breaking of my fast around one or two in the afternoon. And then I have, if my husband's home, I have dinner with my husband around six and I close my window. But if my husband's not home, I'll have dinner earlier and then I'll close my window. So I have a larger uh, window to feed my being. So if that made sense for you, begin to experiment. And I've already told you some of the things that started to come up. It's all the mind. It's all the mind that begins to come up. And the beauty is you start working on it right away. Start integrating all of the knowledge while releasing what no longer serves. Because I'll tell you, there's a whole bunch of stuff that is no longer serving us right now. And this is an opportunity to cleanse it out by feeding your being. All right. So if you're listening to this live on the Wisdom app, I totally welcome you to be my guest. Come on in and have the conversation. And if you're listening to this later, I definitely want to hear from you. I want to know what you love. I want to know what you're trying. I want to know what worked. I want to know what talks you listened to and loved. And I want to know what you want to hear more of. So at this point, we have so many on right now, but our kitty cat guest is still sleeping. So thank you, Steve. Thank you, Melanie. Thank you, Mr. Boom Basic. Thank you, Equine. Thank you, Rom. Thank you, Tiffany. Thank you, Dane. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you, Robert. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Diane. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Linda. Thank you, AM. Thank you, Pam. Thank you, Trevor. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Clint. Thank you, Derek. Oh my gosh, so many here. Thank you, thank you so much. And let me know how food feeds your human and how fasting feeds your being. And in the meantime, a heartfelt hug to everyone here, sending heartfelt vibes to your being for a full tank. That's what I see you. I see your human, your tiny little human like my human. And I see your being bigger than ever. You can't imagine how big your being is. And as a matter of fact, Jill Bolte-Taylor, in her TED Talk, A Stroke of Genius, she mentioned in a sentence there how big her being was compared to her tiny little body. I encourage you to listen to that talk again. In the meantime, sending heartfelt blessings. Be well.